What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Welcome to the Energy Paradigm with me, Dr. Vic Porak-Divarna. Let's take a deep dive to the energetic core of life, work, business, politics, and education. This show questions everything we've been taught and told. It is eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering. So get ready to ignite the spark, feel the energy, and work the magic. The Energy Paradigm with me, Dr. Vic, starts now. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Energy Paradigm show, not only with me, but with my wife, Danielle, as well. Hello, everyone. These are fantastic times, and we are going to talk about energy, because we are the energy paradigm, and we are all energy. The energy that bring, you bring to your day makes your day. The energy you bring to your life makes your life. The energy that you bring to the world makes your world. That's what we are all about for individuals, teams, and organizations across the board. It's the energy that speaks much louder than words and much louder than any action. Learn how to feel it, learn how to sense it, learn how to know it, because that is real truth. You cannot fake energy. Energy is always true. Either it's on or it's off. You know that. So please listen to it, because when you sense that something is off, something is off. It's so off. stop right there in your tracks, take a step back, look at the situation and think about whether you want to engage, yes or no. Welcome to today's show. Today, we're going to talk about how to step up. And what is this energy to win that you can bring to your life, to your job, to your company, whatever you do? Last time, we spoke about how to show up. And maybe a short recap of that. What does it mean to show up? Showing up doesn't mean, you, you know, you put on your clothes and here you're sitting. Showing up means that you're present, that you are there mentally, that your energy is energized in a way that it carries out into the world and that it creates your world. Showing up means that you are there mentally and that you are not only a breathing and living body, like they see in, say in the military, right? We need more boots on the ground or we need more, we need, um, what do they say? We need more bodies. That's not showing up, my friends. Showing up means that you start to energize the field around you with the stuff that matters to you, with the stuff that has the potential to transform this world. Now today, we are going to talk about the next step. So first you show up, right? But then showing up alone doesn't cut it. It doesn't do anything. You go to your job, you show up, you're nicely energized, and then you need to step up to something in your life. Stepping up means you take the initiative. You are in the driver's seat. You're not a backseat driver for your life, and life takes you wherever. You're in the driver's seat. So where are you going? You take the initiative. It is an opportunity to bring meaning and purpose to something, your life, that otherwise would be random. 
it's an exploration. You find the destiny. You define your destiny. And that works for yourself, for your family, for your friends, in community, and at your job. You need to step up to all of those things. And it doesn't come for free. In Africa, they say it takes a village to raise a child. Why? Because everyone has something. Everyone comes with something and we need to find that something. You have a gift. Yeah, jump in anytime. And that we're all sovereign beings. And that within each of us, there is something that wants to be expressed. There is like a hunger and a yearning for its expression whether it's your gifts, whether it's your talents, it's something that you need to do. It's almost your quest. And you are responsible for bringing that into the world, for using that in this lifetime to affect yourself and affect change around you, to make life beautiful. And you need, you are the one that needs to bring it alive. And with that, you're a sovereign being that no one has the right to tell you how to be, how to think and what to do. That you learn to think critically about those that are trying to direct you according to their way and not your way. You need to resonate with everything that's inside you. Your speech and your body have to be aligned for it to have any effect and to penetrate you know, the, the being and the psyche of everyone around you for it to have any influence. And unfortunately, we live in times where we are being prescribed everything. Do this, do that, here's who you are. I have been rejected so many times in my quest to find who is this guy? Me. What can I actually do? And I had one person after the other show up in my life and say, oh no, you cannot do that. Oh, you're not, you're not gifted enough for this. Ah, oh, um, you, lack, you lack the capabilities. You're not smart enough. You're not this, you're not that. And what I wanted is somebody to show up and tell me, this is what you can do. Just take in the energy of that. Here is what you can do. Blah. The liberation in this, it's incredible. And then compare it to here is what you're not allowed to do. Here is what you're not allowed to say. This is what you're not allowed to be and feel the ugh. It's disempowering and it's disempowering for a reason. So that you are manipulative. Keeps you small. Leaves so you others. powerless. So someone else can direct you according to their whims and not yours. Yeah. So what does it mean then to be sovereign and to be in your power? Here's an invitation to get to know yourself. So first you energize, you show up, and then you need to step up. You need to figure out what is this? I mean, as we said that before in the show. I do not believe that we are made um, to be born, learn how to eat and speak, um, go for 10, 20 years to school to be groomed for a job that we perform then, 
and then we retire to do a bucket list and then we die. That cannot be it. I mean, that is so depressing. And look at the people out there. Most people are depressed. Why? Because there's zero glow. There is no excitement. And with that too, I think that a lot of the depression is that people have repressed this hunger and yearning to express what they've always been dying to do their gifts, their talents, their dreams to go explore, to go discovered and to be free just as they are. You might have heard it before, the little voice inside your head, whenever you do something, oh no, not there really. And then you try something like this, ah, no, that's not it. And then you run into a person and that person tells you no. <laughs> and then you do a situation that it doesn't work out right? Those are all signposts. Those are all signs. And, and it took me a long time to figure that out, that those are actually little nudges by universe telling you, wrong direction, my friend. Walk over there. Take the path of least resistance. And the path of least resistance doesn't mean in the physical world that you start abusing people and taking stuff away. It means the path of least resistance in the energetic world. Which path is that? It's the path that feels good because there's no resistance. And it's because joy. You feel joy. It's exciting. And you feel alive. That is a major sign for you. That's a good way to go. So... The path of least resistance is not a physical thing, you know, where you take your, your machete and, and, you <laughs> and you plow your way through the jungle to pillage and, and plunder. No, it is energetic. It's the path that feels good. It's the path that makes your heart sing. What is it that makes you happy? And you will see that in children. Their heart sings and then... We, and then, unfortunately, we all pound it out of them because we say, no, when your heart sings, that doesn't make any money, my, my dear. You cannot be a singer. You cannot be an artist. You cannot be whatever. We need to get back to that stage where we actually are able to listen to our hearts because our heart is a much more potent guidance system than our head. And this is why it's important to keep your awareness about you, to have knowledge of self, because anything that limits your ability to be free or to express yourself, again, is another sign for you to keep going. Yep. To have any impediment to you being whole, a whole person liberated in its expression changes the whole your whole energetic system whether your interactions with others yourself and even your body because whatever happens on the physical level believe me has leaves a residue and a, an effect in the body itself that's how we create this ease the real diseases all the chronic stuff that you see out there it's not some bacteria, it's not some virus. It is a misalignment in energy. And that misalignment gets lodged in our bodies. It goes into your muscles. That's why you feel a stiff neck or a cramped back or pain in your lower back and all these wonderful things. 
and it goes into your organs. A broken heart can happen. It does happen. And people get a heart attack then if it's not cured. So here's an invitation. Listen to your body. Your body is a wonderful instrument that tells you exactly what's going on in your life. It's just like one of my grandmothers. She always used to have a horrible pain in her neck. And when her husband died, guess what? The pain went away. <laughs> and on that positive note, we will take a short break, a short commercial break, and we'll back in, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. That was really funny, Shati. <laughs> Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. Hey, everyone. It's me, psychic medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit, bringing you another Shades of Spirit tip of the week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if you might be an empath? Yes, I have. And some signs that we may be an empath include an inexplicable desire to avoid crowds in places like movie theaters, shopping centers, and restaurants. You know, sometimes I'm able to walk into a room with other people and I know exactly how they're feeling, even if no one is saying a word. I can attend social gatherings or other events and find myself so emotionally exhausted and physically drained that I could probably sleep for a week. If any of these examples resonate with you, please come check out our new live podcast, Shades of Spirit. It's on every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. You can also find us at shadesofspirit.com where you can book your appointment or call us at 858-684-7575. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. 
Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. I like that music. Hey, everybody, we are back with the energy paradigm today. We are talking about how to step up in your life. We are the energy paradigm. We are all about the energy of your life and how you carry it out into the world. It reverberates back to you. That's how it works. We are talking about the quest. So the first step in how to step up, how to take the initiative, how to seize the opportunity how to find your destiny. And I think we can agree that this is something that does not come from outside. I've tried for many, many years and I've listened to, to all those naysayers and all those people that showed up in my life and told me, no, you're not good enough here. You're not this, you're not that. And it was very frustrating uh, because I put my heart and soul into everything I did and, and I got rejected left, right and center until I figured out, hmm, maybe it's not outside. And I think that was the beginning to a very interesting journey because that guidance, that knowing, that sensing comes from the inside. It doesn't come from outside. The physical world cannot do much uh, in that respect. It's the energetic world that we need to explore and that we need to tap into. Meaning and purpose in your life do not come from smashy slogans. Yeah? Companies, you see that so often in organizations, you know, they uh, try to instigate or they try to install a culture. They try to, um, they try to define values. Normally it's the values of the CEO or of the founder of the company. They then codify it. Then they, you know, print it and put it up on the wall and expect everybody to believe in that. And that's not how it works, my friends. It needs to come from the inside. It's an energy. And if you're energized for something, it doesn't compare to any hollow slogan that's being pasted to a wall. The guidance comes from inside. The meaning and purpose for your life comes from inside. And you need to listen to that little voice in your head that keeps on telling you and nudging you here and there. And to all those little piece pesky people who show up in your life because they are all signs that you're not looking in the right location. Go inside, find it there. Unfortunately, when you do that, it doesn't come for free. There's always what I call a dare that comes with it, something that needs to be overcome. And it has to do with you, unfortunately. Because unfortunately. why have you been listening to all these people, right? Go ahead, Shotzi that really it comes down to the inner over the outer, not the outer over the inner. And it's all everything you do that's intrinsically motivated, meaning that comes from you, you direct it, you feel the meaning, you feel the force that's motivating you, that leads you forward. That that is your navigator along your way. It's just like when someone says, let's get motivated now from the outside in, it's always, no, thank you. And you literally have to pound someone over the head to get motivated. However, if you turn the tables and switch the energy around so that it's intrinsically motivated, it's directed from you, you cannot wait. It's the most awesome feeling. You are so alive, you forget 
the passage of time, which is very similar to the flow theory of um, Dr. Mahali, Jazette Mahali, and nothing can stop you. You are fully on. And with that also, I just need to add this one bit. No one has a monopoly on knowledge. There are absolutely no absolutes if we think about it critically, except for that we're born or maybe we've never really died. I mean, there's many different philosophies, but no one has a monopoly on knowledge and no one is the major shareholder of knowledge. And whatever they disseminate to you can lead to corruption. And it's really a source of control, control of power, because they want to direct you to thinking a certain way so they can maneuver you like a chess piece. But when you start bringing it from the inside, what do you know to be true? What feels right with you? And just listen, and I guarantee you, you'll get an answer. Now, if you follow it or not, that's a completely different story. But listen, get still and listen, ask yourself the question and you will, you will feel an answer or you will have a knowing. Listening is something that we have not learned. Not even in verbal communication, right? One, period, one person talks and the other person's already thinking about the next sentence. What am I going to say next? Think back to the last team meeting that you had. Somebody is talking and you're thinking of, oh, what can I contribute that's really, really smart and makes me look good here? Or when is it over? <laughs> <laughs> or when is lunch? Good one. I love it. Um, we have not learned to listen on the physical plane. And you know what? The ability to listen on the energetic plane has been kept from us. And that brings us back to our jingle, right? the stuff that we are not being taught and told. We want to expose that here. You need to learn how to develop this for your life and for situations and for other people. And when you're listening, you're listening to what's being said, but also be mindful you need to listen to exactly what is not being said. And what's not being said is the energetic field because you feel it. If someone says, oh my God, I'm so excited to meet you or to see you. And you're just feeling something feels off. It's off because it is off. Either the person is not being honest or deceitful or not feeling real about it. It's just a curating professionalism to appear friendly and, and kind. But the when the feeling's not there, the energy is not there. And that is when an alarm bell needs to go off the little red light goes off. It needs to alert you. We have a dissonance here. The words that are being said and the thing that I'm feeling while it's being said, they are not together, they are apart. It's confusing. So when somebody talks to you and it is confusing, you already know there's some friction here. I need to feel more into the energy of what is being said and how it is being said to get to the undercurrent, the thing that really sets the stage of this one-on-one -on -one relationship that we are having here right now while we are talking. What lies underneath? What is being masked? What, what is not present for you to know at this time? What is being covered and why? 
These are really important questions to think about in your interactions. So you begin to become self-aware and you learn to train yourself what's going on here. And that is real consciousness. Consciousness is not you, you take a yoga mat and you run to a yoga studio and when you come out, you're holier than thou. That doesn't work and you slam and the, into the next person's face, right? Yeah. That's not how it works. It is to be conscious of the energetic state that is at play right now. And one way you can do that is just being observant of who you are, like witnessing yourself, almost looking at yourself from afar. You're just watching, no judgment. You're just watching. And the same thing you would do for other people. No judgment, you're just observing. And when you're quiet and you're still and you're observing, it's amazing the things that you can hear and see. It becomes clear, you get the clarity and then you get the certainty of what's going on. And you get the truth because energy never lies. You cannot fake it. What you feel is real and you most often feel it in your body if something is on or something is off. Right? It's just like this example of a young man that comes to your house to pick up your daughter and he rings the doorbell and he says, I'm a really nice guy. I'll take good care of her. And the father and mother says, hell no, uh-uh, no, 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 no. I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. So despite the fact that someone is espousing a certain persona, you feel the energy of that person, no matter what they're saying. So let that be a guidance system for you to know what way the energy is lying. Yeah. It's all there. Do you choose to open your senses to sense it, feel it, and know it? So from there, you have choices. And that's how do you then step up, really? And I started talking a little bit about the dare that comes. In Buddhist traditions, they talk about the hindrances. We have five hindrances, right? You have the distraction by the senses. That's really interesting because that's all the material world out there. Oh, I'm seeing stuff, I'm smelling, I'm touching. Yeah, it, it looks interesting and, and you're distracted actually from inside. It gets you out of your center. You have resistance, inner and outer. You have outer resistance, people showing up and telling you, no, ah, no, no, you cannot do this. How often have you been told you cannot do this? You're not allowed. You're not allowed. You're not there yet. Or my favorite, nothing to see here, right? The police line and then they, which are you on? And say, you're not allowed to look. Dumb, dumb. Yeah, the whole government works like that. Oh, nothing to see here, distraction. Let's, you know, put Carry out a on. piece of news that distracts you, the cow that gets rescued from the mud in Texas or something like that. And then people are like, oh, super. That's a kind thing to do. Inner, dis inner resistance, yeah, you don't want to go there, although you kind of have a knowing that this is the way, but you say, oh, goodness, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but if you really want to step up, you have to face that big, hairy monster challenge. You have the to stuff. have the courage, the courage. Yeah. It takes one step. And, and it is often what I've seen when I interview people, when I assess people, it is very often the stuff that they are most afraid of. 
And then once they start doing it, it is such a confidence booster because they realize, oh my goodness, I can do this. I didn't know. Or this is actually a lot of fun. Yeah, right? It's actually not bad at all. I haven't died doing it. <laughs> but that's and a good those, step. <laughs> that's a good thing. And those things are for many, if not for all, life lessons and learnings that we need to do, we need to overcome in order to step into who we actually are, into becoming ourselves and actually overcoming ourselves. Get over yourself, right? That's the thing. But oftentimes, a lot of people put limitations on themselves. Yep. What's the worst thing that could happen? You know, someone makes a mockery of you. They try to shame you, which again is a, a source of disempowerment. You're ostracized. You're penalized. And, and, and what happens if that happens? That's yeah. okay. Then it becomes really clear that those are probably not your, your people. That's probably not your support group, but then you have clarity. Not your friends. And again, it is an inner and an outer resistance that's being offered to you, mm -hmm. right? Next thing is inertia, being lazy, laying on the couch in the basement with popcorn all over you or chips and watching a movie and numbing. That is not how you step up. It takes discipline to step up. It takes a overcoming yourself. It takes a excuse my language, a kick in the butt from time to time that you need to give yourself to actually get up and do something, a morning practice, physical workout, a routine that gets you into some type of, into some type of discipline. Something that's consistent, a consistent discipline. And the easiest way to access that is through the body. That's why so many people do work out early in the morning because it does work. It does get you into a routine. It does, and not a bad routine, a, a good routine. It does, it does get you into a, a, into a discipline that you already feel accomplished. I have done something. And that then affects the rest of your energy. And then, you know, you can do something with that energy. But with that too, you also feel good. So when you feel good energetically, it brings in, it attracts more feel good for the rest of the day. And again, like you were saying, a lot of people do work out. A lot of people sit and do meditation or they do yoga in the morning because even the incorporation of breath, a deep, slow breath, whether it's Qigong, Tai Chi, something like that, that slows you down, allows you to think clearer yep. it's indicative to your thoughts as well and, and you thinking, feel relaxed and you feel strong and centered and thinking clear is a super keyword because the next hindrance it's mind scatteredness when you're all over the place you can't and see that right. is where the meditative practice comes in because I, I mentioned that last time in sanskrit so in the indian tradition, they have a word for mind that is really funny. It's called muda, which means crazy. Our minds are crazy. They're all over the place. The ability to focus, 
we are said, oh, you need to use your, your, your rational mind or focus on something, do it. That's not real focus. Real focus is to maintain an energetic state and stay focused on the state. That is the secret. And it takes a lot of practice and a lot of discipline to get there. But then you become the master. The master of yourself. Yes. And I think that is one part of the energy to win is to overcome yourself. Because when you start going down this path, you will find out that you have been the hindrance all along. You have been the stop on your wheel. And you need to put, take out that stopper and begin to roll. That's how it works. And, and with that energy to win, the competition is not necessarily the most powerful intrinsic motivator. It comes out of joy because you love it. It does no harm to another. You, it's a feeling. It envelops and embodies all of you. Yes. And I just see here a little note from Benny. Benny, are we doing a break or are we not going to do a break? Oh, it's up to you. I'm riding along with you. Okay. Why don't we do a short break? Okay. And then we go into the last bit and we don't do the 45. Welcome to Light Body Wisdom with internationally known Light Body Whisperer, Grace Holm. She will make you laugh and yawn as you release lifetimes of trauma and begin to feel much lighter. Your divine gifts may be activated, allowing you to weave light into the fabric of the world. Are you ready to be your own light and shine? For more information about Grace, visit gracegholm.com. That's gracegholm.com. The Coach Peggy Show. All things wellness with Coach Peggy Wilms. Tune in live every first and third Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern on transformationtalkradio.com. Are you settling? No more. Coach Peggy takes on all things wellness. We go way beyond nutrition and fitness. The Coach Peggy Show is not afraid to be bold, badass, and it's never half in. For more information, visit allthingswellness.com. Hi, I'm Brittany Miles from Miles to Go, How to Lose to Gain It All. I have a mindfulness practice to help you face difficult emotions. It's called RAIN. Developed by Tara Brock, the letters mean the following. R, recognize what's happening to you. A, allow the situation to be as it is. I, investigate feelings with interest and care and nurture yourself with self-compassion. So you see, rain isn't so bad after all. Tune into my show to learn more. See you on the second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern here on Transformation Talk Radio. Feel free to reach out to me at milestogocoaching.com. That's miles, the number two, gocoaching.com. Hey everyone, it's me, Psychic Medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit, bringing you another Shades of Spirit tip of the week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if spirit or an angel is around you or your home? Ever since I was a child. And today we're going to go over a few signs and indications that they are near us. What about hearing your name called that you can't quite find the source? Does that happen to you? All the time. I see moving shadows or bursts of color out of the corner of my eyes. 
I'll have objects that go missing and then turn up in the most random places. Especially when you're trying to get out the front door. I'll have electrical devices that turn on and off for no reason. I'll see repetitive number sequences such as 444, 1111, or 1234. Join us each week, Monday mornings at 8 a.m. for our Shades of Spirit podcast on Transformation Talk Radio. You can also follow us and make appointments on shadesofspirit.com or give us a call at 858-684-7575 to book your appointment. Are you ready to become an unstoppable force of love in the world? Then don't miss the Creative Empowerment Show, Invoking Radical Love with Rachel Chase live every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Rachel shares tools, stories, and meditations to spark the flame of profound wisdom within you. If you want to awaken your superpowers and activate your heart, visit rachelchase.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, three o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three things I've learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to transformationtalkradio.com or visit Susan's website at susandolce.com. Nice music. <sighs> and I like the topic, the courage to be seen, but the first thing that you need to see is yourself. Otherwise you cannot see anything. So that brings us back to our topic today. We are showing up and today, in the last show, we are, were showing up and today we are stepping up. And we have identified two steps so far. First, there's a quest. It's that little voice in your head. Your, you, call it, you, you can call it your inner compass, your guidance system, whatever works for you. But it's this little nudge that nudges you into the right direction. And you know what? If you don't listen to it, actually unpleasant things start happening. Talk to people who had life-altering experiences. They have gotten, in, they didn't listen before. And then they got either into a sickness or into an accident or something like this. Happened to me. I had a really, really bad uh, bicycle accident and I could have died in that one or get paralyzed. That was kind of my wake up call to, you know what, what you're doing here is not working at all. You know, and shortly after I met my wonderful wife, Danielle, and uh, I gave up my academic career because obviously I was on the wrong path. And I was trying really, really hard to become the full blown professor and everything uh, with all the blocks uh, <laughs> and hindrances that showed up uh, in that process. Now, we all show up in a certain energy. And in order to step up, we need to understand the energy that we show up with. Because that energy gives us a hint of what we have to do in order to step up. For example, if you are an introvert, you need to learn how to speak up and to become visible. And that's your big hairy monster because that's the last thing that you want to do, right? But you have great ideas. You have incredibly deep thinking. Most introverts I've met have this feeling that most people don't have, especially the loud ones. You know who I'm talking about. We also have an ability to read in between the lines. They have an ability to hear, feel, and sense all that which is not being said. 
and they incorporate with words and it makes their work come alive and their analyses are piercing and they're perceptive and it's potent because they have an extra, how should I say, extra energy or observation pack to see things others can't. And in the corporate context, these people are most often treated really badly. Or they're oh, being dismissed. He's an introvert. He's, she's an introvert. I was told I was an introvert. And it's all like brushing you off the table. Yeah. Oh, you didn't contribute in this meeting. No, she's an introvert. Yeah. Those are the most potent people in an organization because you have all those loud people, the me, 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 look at me, how great I am. And then you have a person there who sees through all that stuff Who's and focused. sees what's really going on. Exactly. And they are observing the circus going on because oftentimes the one that speaks to louder is kind of like the class clown. And what's even funnier is when the CEO or the managing director thinks they're the most genius one out of the whole bunch because with all their antics and charades and talking. And the misconception is the, the one that's quiet is being overlooked because they probably have not had the opportunity to speak or to contribute in their way to the group think that could change the whole direction. I think the misconception is, is that they don't have anything to say. Um, they're not with it. They're Ask low, them. Oh, the biggest thing, the biggest misconception, introverts are low performers. Oh, yes. That makes me so mad when I or hear they're that. lazy. They're lazy. Wow. Yeah. You know what? If you think that and you're in an organization and you think that, boy, have you have you got it wrong. You are not even using an inch of their capability. Listen to these people because they know what's really going on. Well, I think someone that does that in an organization go back to their university and get a refund because they obviously... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They haven't really, they haven't learned the tools of the trade. That is the trade of dealing with people. No yeah. one is discounted. No one is dismissed. Everyone offers something. But we see it in so many organizations. Yes. That leaders self-proclaimed leaders, what do they do? They, they promote the loud ones, the self-promoters, the ones who, who you know are the flamboyant ones, not the ones who actually do the real work. But look at it this way. They are not maximizing their investment because they're not utilizing everyone to their full capacity. They can't see straight. It's like wearing glasses at the wrong uh, prescription or lens, whatever you call that. Thank you. Because what I have come to learn is, is that the energy within organizations, that is a resource that can be managed and used. So bloody use your people. That brings me back to one episode when I got so mad that I want, went into my supervisor's office, I pounded on the table and say, use me for bleep's sake. Yeah, because they kept brushing me off and keeping me low and, and making me frustrated. Huh? Probably on purpose. Of course, uh, on purpose. Of course. Well, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> okay. So the next person, let's talk about caregivers. Let's talk about those people who are always of help that are normally quietly in the background and supporting everything and holding everything together. Let's talk about nurses 
who work in elderly homes, who work in the hospital. Assistance. If you are that type of person and, and that aligns with you, what you need to learn is how to ask for help because you never do that. You always jump in. Can I help? Can I help? Can I help? Learn to ask for help and then accept it. That's a big life lesson here. And once you do it, it's, it, it's like a mountain falls off your shoulders. Oh, I can be helped as well. Wow, I didn't know that. You. Someone sees you. Someone sees you. If you are the very meticulous person, everything needs to be squared away and just like this and your desk is perfect, right? And, and your processes are perfect and everything is perfect. Your life lesson is to stop controlling because you control everything. And you don't control it to get on the on other people's nerves. You control it to stay sane because that gives you a sense of security. So dare to venture into an environment that is not totally controlled. And I don't mean walk into, I don't know, a field with landmines in it. It's more like allow other people to breathe as well. Give them the space. Because you're taking the air away. And, and when you do that for a certain time, they will leave imagine that well, because they have had enough <laughs> the nerve <laughs> yeah so you might end up alone and when you're alone then you know hmm, maybe i should ease up a little bit okay uh if you are the person that has a very strong sense of urgency chop 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 things need to get done one two three right now everybody you know that type of person that is never satisfied it's never fast enough that person needs to learn patience because otherwise the same thing is going to happen. People are going to go walk, walk away, right? Everybody comes from a different angle. Everybody brings a certain set of energies and you need to learn how to work with that. Your world just isn't. Your reality just isn't. We walk in with glasses that are tinted with our energy and we expect everybody to be exactly the same. That's the recipe for disaster. And that's what we're seeing out there in the world. And if they were just like us, the world would be a better place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why, why is this person not like I am? Right. Imagine why so many leaders hire mini-me's, copies of themselves, because they're easier to manage. <laughs> and then they end up with a groupthink culture and the whole thing is falling apart and they, they wonder why. Well, it's all been And But then you don't have any innovation. I mean, yeah. why in the world would you want to hire someone just like yourself? How bloody boring. Don't you want some, some spice, some fire, some no, innovation? How about some excellence? Insecurity of the C-suite. That would be too threatening. Amen. <laughs> I want to be in charge. That's a whole other show. <laughs> that, that should be another show. It okay. So once you have done that and you start tackling your big, hairy, gooey, whatever type challenge and you master that you will see that part of your ego is going to be chipped away it's going to fade and you overcome yourself and once you do that the door opens and there is a path there is a way and it is on a different level that you can start walking the walk and talking the talk and when i interview and assess people and i ask them how did you get into their job and they really love their job 
you get the most fantastic story about how this is not what they trained for and how life or, or, or opportunity or, or um, how do you call that chance got them into this position. They never thought about it. Why? Because they were guided to do that. And oftentimes they're guided by that, of course, but oftentimes they got there just by accident. Yes. Coincidence. They call it there's no coincidences or there's no accidents, but that's often how they describe it. I never planned for this. It fell in my lap and the magic happened. Yeah. And that is when the magic starts unfolding right into in front of your eyes. And instead of leaning in and having to push life, you can actually ease off a little bit and lean back a little bit and see it unfold in front of you. And it's like magic. Things start falling into place and people start showing up in your life that you have never dreamt of and they help you along your path and along your way and, and it's ease. And I think you brought up a really important point. It's the energy of push. <clears throat> yeah. If you just hear the word push, you really have to apply effort and force and think of ease. Ah, you know, a lot more comes to you with honey than with vinegar. It's the same thing energetic. When you're at ease and joy, the, that's where the magic happens. Not when you have to push, not when you have to power over something or push through. Remember, it's intrinsic. That's where the power is, not outside in, because who knows better what's, who knows best what's good for you than you. Actually, from my personal experience, pushing is counterproductive. I've been pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And you know what? Every time I pushed, somebody showed up and told me, oh, you cannot do that. And you push back. Yeah. And then you get pushed back. You and then you more. push more and you get more pushback. And then I, I, I said, you know what? Maybe I should actually run into this concrete block with my head first. <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't work. So lesson learned, right? I hope it's learned. Um, so a couple of big lessons, heart overhead, always in every interaction and everything that you do and find the energetic path of least resistance, the one that is ease, the one that feels right, that feels good, that makes your heart sing, that makes you light up. That's the right path. It's almost like saying, if someone gives you a question, what do you need to do? If you really can't think of an answer, it's almost like saying, well, what does your body feel? If you're like this, ah, that, that, that's a, probably a good sign that that's not a good way to go. But if you feel at ease and there's joy and you feel relaxed about it, makes you excited, makes you feel alive, that's where you want to go. Follow that energetic trail. Yeah. The aliveness. That's your inner compass. Mm -hmm. And you can check into this thing all the time because it is very precise. It tells you immediately what's going on. That's your north. Yeah. And that's how you go with the flow and not against it because leaning in and pushing things, that's, that's leaning against the stream. How long can you hold up water? <laughs> that doesn't work. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with your hands, right? Mm -hmm. But if you go with the water, it's kind of easy. So that's, that might be a good image for this. Now, <clears throat> Let's talk about teams. We have talked about organizations. We have talked about individuals. Let's talk a little bit, a couple of minutes about teams. And then um, 
I would I would like to have a couple minutes about this cancel culture that's going on right now because that is energetically horrible. So okay. teams, um, teams are all about communication and collaboration. And communication, the word it says, it, the word itself itself says it already. Come, come in Latin means together. Come communicare together, finding a way. And that means it is a back and forth. It's not a one-way street. It's not dictating. I'm telling you what to say and what to think. It is listening. And we talked about the listening earlier. It's communicare, communication versus sending information that have two one-way streets of communication missing each other, right? That is one thing that is so big in teams. And I've seen it so often. Everybody wants to shine. Everybody wants to outdo each other. There's a lot of competition. Everybody has a monologue. <laughs> So you have a team meeting and you have five monologues if you have five team members. Good and you luck. know what? Everybody hates them. Yeah. Good luck getting any productivity out of that team. Yeah. And then collaboration. Collaboration also co-exam again together. Yeah. Working. Collaborare. Working together instead of working in silos. That is the big and stealing the work of others and, and shining with it. Yeah, I've, I've experienced that too. That, that's the secret to teams. How do you do that? You need to have the right energy, otherwise it's not gonna happen. Let's talk, oh yeah, sorry, do you want to say something? It also takes the leader. <laughs> the leader is often blinded, doesn't see, can't hear. Actually, quite frankly, doesn't know what the heck they're doing with the teams. Because they don't know energy. The fish always oh, starts no. thinking from the head. Yeah. Very simple. <laughs> Let's, we have another two minutes or so. Let's quickly talk about this cancel culture. I hate it. There, actually, those two words should never go together because a, a cancel is never a culture because a culture is something that brings people together. Cancel actually slashes it. It's an oxymoron. It's like a positive criticism. Yeah, the, I don't know. The, the, okay, whatever. I don't, I don't right now, we are going into, we are heading into the wrong direction. And I've said this before several times on this show, united we stand, divided we fall, and right now, we, I have never seen so much division. I have never seen so much hate. I've never seen um, so much um, censorship. I've never seen so many people being silenced. And where we are heading with this is not only utterly wrong, it is so dangerous because those people who are cheering today that the conservatives are being canceled and shut up, those are the people who will be shut up tomorrow. Because once you condone this type of energy and this type of behavior, it will be applied to anybody. And you know what's happening already with the, so the extreme right is being canceled. Now it's happening to the extreme left. Tomorrow it will be you. We cannot, we cannot condone this type of behavior. And with that, we have to close for today. Step up into your life. The Get quest, the dare and the path and step up and speak out for rights and for freedom. Have a wonderful day. Take good care. See you next time. 
Thank you for listening to the Energy Paradigm Show, where we unlock the magic of life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com and schedule time with Dr. Vic to learn how to run your life with energy and not let energy run your life. See you next time on the Energy Paradigm Show.